why do so many young people walk away from their faith? Why does it seem like so many Christians don't really take their faith all that serious? And how can apologetics help both of these problems? My name's Hayden Clark. This has helped me believe. So uh, back in June of 2018 I wrote an article on the blog and it got uh, a lot of shares and stuff like that and then it eventually got uh, published on a on the stream which is a, a news site an online media platform um, but they cover uh, Christianity theology and apparently even apologetics uh, material they shared my article on, on their uh, website as well and so this was uh, an article that I that I wrote a while back and it was called uh, titled apologetics an alternative for the next generation and what I was attempting to do in the article and what I'm going to attempt to do here on this episode is explain uh, why I think uh, so many young people um, they either don't take their faith all that serious or they actually end up walking away from the faith of their childhood. Now, you, you may or may not be familiar with the statistics. If you keep up with the uh, podcast and the show here, then you've probably heard me talk about the statistics before. Uh, something like 70% of uh, teenagers, when they go in, into college, end up walking away from their faith. Um, that could be because of intellectual reasons. It could be because uh, they've seen uh, hypocritical Christians. Uh, whatever the case may be, uh, the statistics are something like 70% walk away from their faith. Now, those numbers can be a little bit skewed because um, you know many people who walk away from their faith end up coming back as they get older, like myself. Um, well, I didn't technically walk away from my faith, but I uh, had a, a serious... Um, crisis of faith in my in my 20 in my early 20s but uh during high school and in in, in the beginning years of my, of uh, college I definitely didn't live like a Christian uh, or, or or however you want to word that but uh, did end up coming back and, and taking my faith more serious and joining the church and and, and stuff like that so these numbers can be a little bit skewed, but nonetheless, even if they are, they're still a major problem, uh, at least in the United States, with uh, kids entering college and walking away from their faith. And so in this episode and in that uh, blog post that I did almost a year ago, uh, I attempt to explain what I see and um, how I think we can uh, perhaps uh, make a dent in this statistic statistic and do something to fix it. Now, I see the problem, and I think we should address the problem far before we ever get to college, far before we ever start having intellectual doubts, before we run into a skeptic or an atheist who presents a, a problem with God, a problem with Jesus or the Bible, and then we, we don't know how to address it. Obviously, that's a big deal. We should um, be training youth to to understand the reasons for the faith and how to respond to objections to the Christian faith. But uh, I think it starts a lot uh, well before uh, any of that occurs. And I explain it like this: Our young people today, and and I explain this from my point of view. This was certainly my um, my experience growing up. Was we find ourselves between a rock and a hard place, and I call the rock nominal Christianity and the hard place skepticism. And so let's start with nominal Christianity. I'll explain what I mean when I say nominal Christianity. So the word nominal just simply means in name only. And so for nominal Christianity would be someone who's just a Christian in name only. If you handed them a box, I mean a piece of paper with, with the check boxes on it, it says check your religion, they'd check Christianity. 
But if you follow them the rest of the week, there would be no hint at all that uh, Jesus was their Savior. And now that may be uh, a little bit harsh, but, uh, you know, I'm sorry we're facing a big problem here, and, and this is where I, I see the problem uh, lying at root, and so I do want to address it. So I'm not calling anybody a nominal Christian. I'm not calling anybody out or saying you don't take your faith serious or, you know, you're not a real Christian or any of that. I'm just simply stating that this definitely exists. I don't think anybody would deny it. And so a nominal Christian would be uh, somebody who's uh, in attendance maybe on Sunday, maybe most Sundays, or like I said, but uh, they don't really take their faith that serious. Monday through Saturday, they they live anything but a Christian lifestyle, whatever that's supposed to mean. They, they're they not reading the scriptures, they, they, they never pray to God, they, they don't evangelize. Uh, you just wouldn't know that Jesus was their Lord in, unless you happened to be there on Sunday morning. Um, so, unfortunately, this is a model that I see for many people growing up. Many people grow up, and, and, and their parents you know, may, may go to church on like Easter and Sunday or something like that, to use the cliche, but they, they don't really ever see a model of, of a Christian who takes their faith seriously. So it's just no surprise to me at all. Now, I don't have any statistics for that. I don't know really how you would run the statistics on that. Maybe they have uh, over somewhere like uh, at the Pew Research or something like that. You'd have to check that out. But I, I just know for a fact, just observing that there's a, a lot of people who, who call themselves Christians and live like this. And unfortunately, that's a, that's a, a very common model for our young people. So it just doesn't surprise me that having this model growing up, that when they get to college, they walk away from their faith because they never, the, their parents didn't take it serious. No, none of the Christians that they knew took it that serious. So why would they? So undoubtedly, some uh, young Christians walk away from their faith because they've they've just never seen um, uh, a serious Christian modeled in the home or in church or something like that. And so why why if no they've never seen anybody take it serious? Why would we expect them to take it that serious? Um, but uh, so. What's the, what's the way back for somebody like that? Well, and, unless they see somebody uh, modeling Christianity in a serious fashion, uh, that you know, why why would they come back? Why would they why would they decide to suddenly really start following Jesus and and taking Christianity seriously? Now, on the on the other hand, I said we had the the uh, young Christians were stuck between a, a rock and a hard place, and the rock was this nominal Christianity. So th they can err on that side, and then on the other side, they can err on the side of skepticism. And skepticism skepticism isn't necessarily bad in and of itself, just of its own nature. Uh, it's good to be skeptical. You shouldn't just believe things without evidence or reason. Um, but what isn't good is being faced with skepticism and having no idea what to do. So this is uh, something, if you're familiar with apologetics, you're more familiar with this scenario, perhaps, where a young Christian goes off to college. Um, somebody says you know, something to the effect like, don't you know about evolution? Don't you know the, the Bible's full of errors? You know, don't you know that believing in God is silly or whatever? And they hit them with some kind of objection, and they have no idea how to respond because they've 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 never heard uh, somebody give any reasons for Christianity. They've never been taught why to believe. They've only been taught what to believe. And so uh, we don't want this 
either. So like I said, they're between a rock and a hard place. On on the one side, they've and they really go hand in hand. They're not mutually exclusive. They've they've never seen someone take Christianity seriously, basically. And so this could lead either to nominal Christianity or outright skepticism. And of course, it doesn't have to lead to either of those two. They could, uh, you know, somehow end up taking their faith seriously and truly following Jesus and knowing the reasons for why they believe what they believe. But, you know, that's that's probably not the rule. That's that's probably the exception. And so a solution I see here that that the road that goes right between both of these um, two peaks of nominal Christianity and skepticism would be apologetics. I think apologetics can, and it's not the only solution, but it can be a solution to both of these problems. We can really hit um, two birds with one stone, sorry. And so I'm, I'm proposing that apologetics can help fix uh, this dilemma. We don't we don't want young people to end up in nominal Christianity where they don't really take their faith serious. Uh, the Bible says faith without works is dead, and so this is a dead faith. And we also don't want them, obviously, to walk away from the faith because of skepticism. Um, so apologetics um, obviously takes the faith seriously. It, it examines critically uh, the core beliefs of Christianity. Why do I believe that God exists? Why do I believe Jesus rose from the dead? And why do I believe that the Bible is God's word? Apologetics attempts to give uh, good, rational, reasonable answers to both all three of those questions. And if you're familiar with them and familiar with the arguments for why we believe in God, why we believe Jesus rose from the dead, and why the Bible is the true word of God... And if you know the answers to that and you believe them, well, your faith is only going to be that much stronger. So you're you're not going to end up in nominal Christianity. You're you're going to be, uh, to take a, myself as an example, once I started studying apologetics and specifically why um, I can trust the Bible, well, that just made me want to jump right into the Bible and read it as if it's the Word of God because I believe it to be the Word of God. And so if you really believe that the Bible is God's Word, then you're going to want to read and study the Bible so that you can learn about God and His plan for your life. Uh, if you really believe that Jesus rose from the dead, then then you're stuck believing that He is God, that He is who He says He was. He is your Savior. And so you're going to put your trust and your faith in Him seriously in a way uh, that you're going to want to live it out. And obviously, if you um, really um, understand the arguments for God and and why we should believe in God, you're not going to fall into skepticism and, and, and you know, become an atheist or something like that. I want to talk about specifically what we can do to uh, prevent our youth from falling into either of these traps, whether it be nominal Christianity or skepticism by using apologetics. But before I do, I want to give a, a patron shout out to C.B. Weaver. You are the patron of the week. Thanks so much for your support and thanks to all of our patrons for your support. Hey, you too, if you're listening or watching, can get a shout out on the show. I know that's what you want. You've always dreamed that I would give you a shout out on one of the episodes. Um, you can become a patron by going over to our Patreon page, follow the link in the description, and uh, become a supporter of the show for as little as a dollar a month. And there's all sorts of exclusive content that is only available to our patrons. Uh, for example, you can get our our, our most popular um, content, which would be the the bonus segment that I do with our uh, interviewees. I interview a lot of interesting people on the show, and then I do a bonus segment with those people. And you can get that content over at Patreon by becoming a supporter. Again, follow the Patreon link in the description below and become a supporter of Help Me Believe for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, thanks so much. Back to the episode. So apologetics, uh, it serves to fend off skepticism, and it also serves to keep us uh, from falling into the trap of nominal 
Christianity. And so in summary, if the next generation find themselves between the, these two rocks of nominal Christianity and skepticism, I believe that apologetics is a tool that can help because apologetics takes the faith seriously and it serves a purpose of answering tough questions that skepticism would uh, throw at us. And so that's why here at Help Me Believe, my little motto is strengthen the believer and answer the critic. Apologetics has a dual purpose like that. And I think it could really help to, um, I think it could really help our, our youth and our, our, our kids that are going off to college to maintain a, a true faith uh, in Jesus. So how can we do this? How can we take apologetics uh, to, the, to our youth, to, to the next generation? Obviously, the local church is always going to be the best bet. Uh, the most effective um, training pastors and youth pastors and Sunday school teachers and who, what have you, you know, volunteers, anybody um, learning about apologetics. You're, you're, you know, unless you're going to go to a seminary, this is going to have to be an endeavor that you do, uh, that you take upon yourself. You're going to have to read books. Um, there's a lot of good books out there. I recommend a lot on the blog and, and on the show. Um, just go to Amazon and type in apologetics. I mean, you probably can't go wrong. Well, I'm sure you can go wrong, but just, you know, look at reviews and stuff like that to decide, uh, kind of filter out the good from the bad. But uh, there's a lot of material here. All you say, I'm going to promote my own site. You're already here. So check out the blog. Check out uh, the podcast episodes. I interview um, leading thinkers, um, leading Christian thinkers on this very subject. And so you can come become familiar with uh, a lot of different people, a lot of different ministries and websites that you can check out. There's a lot of good debates on YouTube. Um, you know, get, get on uh, YouTube and type in, you know, Christian Debates Atheist or something like that, and you'll get a lot of material there. But you'll you'll just be introduced to a lot of different ministries and books and things like that the more you dive in. So just dive in um, and uh, find a lot of good material and train yourself. There's, there's even training programs that certain ministries will do to train you as an apologist to go back to your church and, and uh, lead a group, a small group, like I said, a Sunday school. Uh, class or something like that to try to train people in apologetics, especially if you're involved in youth. I think you should definitely um, look into getting some apologetic material because these these are the questions that kids have, and they're probably not that comfortable asking them because we also have this um, this bad idea that's that doubt is somehow uh, necessarily a bad thing. I know a lot of people think it's sinful and stuff like that, and that's a good question as to whether it is or not. But the, the fact is we all have doubts, including the youth, and, and there seems to be a stigma like we, we shouldn't express our doubts, we shouldn't um, ask questions or admit that we have doubts, admit that we have questions about fundamental things like how do I know God exists or how do I know Jesus rose from the dead. Um, and that's also attached to the stigma of we should just have faith. And I've talked about this, this problem um, elsewhere, so... I'm not going to go back into detail over why all this is wrong, but just, just saying that if you're involved in youth especially, um, you know, it's a good idea to uh, have an apologetic resource that you can call upon to answer questions and stuff like that. And probably just bring these things up yourself because, like I said, um, kids, kids aren't all that talkative with adults anyway, especially in like a small group or Sunday school. You know how it is. Sometimes it can be like pulling teeth, but they definitely have doubts, so I would definitely look into it. And, uh, yeah, so I think apologetics um, can serve to uh, keep our youth from falling into either trap, whether it be nominal Christianity or skepticism. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to hit the like button, the subscribe button, leave a review, all that good stuff. If you want uh, uh, access to our bonus segment, Five More Minutes, and where I uh, do an extra extra bit with the interviewees that I have on the show, be sure to follow the Patreon link in the description and become a supporter of the show. Thanks so much for your support, guys. We'll see you next time.